0: Hi, and welcome to another episode of the Dr. Nurse Podcast. I am so happy you decided to join me today. My name is Sandra Pagenta, and I am the host of the podcast. I'm a doctorally prepared nurse practitioner who wants to share stories of nurses and nurse practitioners who are utilizing their degrees and their certifications with a business mindset. After spending from age 18 to 30 pursuing various levels of nursing degrees, I wondered if there was something more I could do with my knowledge away from the bedside and away from the hospital rat race. This question that I was asking of myself, I knew it had to be shared with other nurses and nurse practitioners. So I sought to figure out just what we could do with our education and our certifications away from the bedside. Come listen as I have conversations to help you grow your career with a freedom and an endless options mindset. Thanks for hanging out with me on the podcast today, and let's hear a word from my sponsors. So I want to take this chance to tell you about another sponsor of the Dr. Nurse podcast that I'm affiliated with called NP Hub. I love this company because they are motivated to help place students with preceptors when school systems place them in really tough spots to find preceptors. I also love this company because they synergistically help nurse practitioners get paid to precept students. And you know, I'm always down for a good side hustle. Let your NP license and your day job help you make an extra $8,000 a year with just precepting students and teaching them how to do what it is that you already do every day. I have a link to sign up in the show notes. Guys, check out their company and be sure to sign up hi dr nurse podcast family welcome to another episode of the dr nurse podcast today i have on lauren Duro. did i say that right hey roy Roy. Roy. And she is the owner, CEO, lady in charge of nurse prep prac- that she started mm-hmm. in 2021 after hitting rock bottom in nursing. And she was a full time nurse practitioner. She's got a bunch of really cool courses for people to check out Time Hack, Warrior, Energy Rockstar. She's got a lot of things that. I know she can help people become more efficient at managing their practice and helping you create side hustles as well. And I'm just really happy to have her on today to talk about courses, evergreen platforms, things of that nature, because guys, this podcast, I really want to start focusing in on helping you guys develop that stuff for yourselves. And so trying to get on people on the podcast to talk about these things are a priority. So First off, welcome, Lauren. I can't wait to hear about everything you're in and share everything that you've got going on. Welcome.
1: Oh, thank you, sister. I'm so excited to be here. I just love you so much. This is really fun. Oh,
0: we always have fun together. I've kind of told a little bit about some of the stuff that you've been involved in and what you've created. I think it'd be cool if you just described how you see your role and what it is that you do day to day. All right.
1: Great. Well, so my story started out probably... It really started when i was in nursing school and i've shared this before but i kind of i was or not nursing school but nurse practitioners and i was an icu nurse and i really felt i kind of had it all figured out and i was excited about becoming a Doc NP and I was an ICU nurse and really proud of that. And I had like the swanky Cadillac coupe car. And I thought I'm gonna quit listening to music. I'm more of a sophisticated person now. <laughs> so I start <laughs> listening to people like like Robert Kiyosaki and that kind of stuff. And figure out where I need to put yeah. all this money because I'm just so, you know, so affluent. Yeah. Yeah. And it hit me like a ton of bricks when he explained that being tied to all those school loans and being tied to an hourly job really limits you. And I just thought, oh my gosh, she's so right. So I, first of all, quit living that way. I downsized right after I got out, of, I had a really beautiful house. And then I actually downsized. It was funny because the banks are even like, are you going through a bankruptcy? Because this house is worth less. Nobody goes down to a smaller house for no reason. I'm like, no, it's because I want to be more conservative. And got into a more practical vehicle. I changed the way that I did those things, but I knew that something else had happened. But once I ran into becoming, I took over a, a practice and I ran this family practice. It was owned by a hospital, but I was literally the only provider in office right out the door first day. It was 18, 20 patients a day and they wanted me to grow the practice from there. I was pregnant with my baby boy, my first baby boy, Gage, and I realized real quick that I went into nurse practitioners because I had this illusion that it was going to be more of a balance in life than a physician, than an MDDO. And I realized really quickly that was not the case. And I was mm-hmm. stressed. I honestly felt I had been taken advantage of in some way because I went into this higher degree so I could have a better quality of life. And I found out really fast, I missed being a nurse in the ICU. And are you added in the time that I was working over what I did as a nurse, it wasn't any more pay. Making less. So I got kind of bitter Yeah, really you're making fast, less. Yeah. I hit, yeah. I hit burnout really fast and I legitimately thought I never would. I remember like, you know, following docs who are really burnt out and kind of bitter even towards their patient and thought, oh, they just went into it for the money and that's why. And I'm not in this for the money. I'm in it for, to take care of people. So I'm not going to burn out. And whenever you sacrifice everything, like your family and my son, I hardly saw him. And then fast forward to COVID, it got really bad. I was already working 50 hours a week. And then with COVID, I was working like 60 hours a week. And I literally just broke down. Had a near breakdown. I remember just tears coming down my face. My husband and I went on a vacation. I know we probably shouldn't have done it, but I knew everything was starting to probably shut down. I was like, we've got to go somewhere. So literally that next week we went to Cabo. I was like, I just need to get away. And I had (laughs) tears just streaming down my face because I knew what I was coming back to. And fast forward, I had my son at home. And he was older and he already didn't see me. And I knew that things were about to get so much worse. And there was this little girl, with these red pigtails, and she was looking at me and pointing to her mom, like she's crying, she's crying, you know? And I remember just thinking, I looked like a crazy person. We were going back to the airport from the hotel and I was just crying. I totally broke down. My marriage mm. was in near shambles. We went through a very, very near divorce, literally days away from standing in front of the judge. And I hardly saw my son and I just decided that instead of completely breaking down, which I did, I did for a little bit, instead of just completely decomposing, I decided to decompress, figure out how can I make this better? How can I make my life more manageable? Because running this clinic by myself, I was just losing it. And I figured out how to, and I just started thinking about it, and I was like, you know what? There are people who are billionaires who run huge, huge companies and they do way more than I do. I need to start thinking, the adage goes, smarter, not harder. Yeah. And that's whenever all my time hacking came into place. And that's whenever I started to memory optimize. And that was kind of the beginning of things. In the back of my head, I knew that I wanted to build things that were evergreen. I knew that that was a thing. For whenever I heard Robert Kiyosaki say, you could build passive income, make it while you're not there. Yeah. You, know, you don't have to be in office to make money because like we're trading money in office. To, yeah, with our and, time. Exactly. Yeah. But I didn't know how to even get to where I could start doing that because life just went crazy as soon as I graduated from my DNP. So I decided it's time. It's literally now or never. I'm just going to give up everything or I'm going to just figure this out. So I started figuring out how to learn faster, how to read faster, how to memorize things, how to be able to get through charts faster, change my conversations where I could talk to somebody and like pivot that conversation in a way they felt heard so I could kind of get to the next person. I learned how to be more in tune with myself. A lot of what I teach is not just time hacks. It's also, because this is what I learned, it's also staying in tune with yourself and the different, even just like brainwaves that we can go into in meditation and kind of staying in a different s- state so you can help with anxiety. The less your anxiety is, the better you can think, the more you're going to get done. And it just, yeah. it's, it's not just a one thing that can fix everything. So I did that and I started to get home on time and my colleagues and I, we can all see it. well, used to, I don't work there anymore, but you could see who had how many patients and that kind of stuff. And we'd talk and say how late we're staying at work, stuff like that. And so I started to get home on time, even after COVID, which it went up, you know, during that time, right before I decided time back, I was working 60 hours a week and the caseload got bigger because we were doing the office, but then we were also doing, they're floating us to the ICU. So after all of that, my colleagues started noticing, they started asking, what are you doing? And I was like, okay. So I started sharing. And then that's kind of how my Healer to Home program got brought. And then people wanted to know, okay. So, cause then I was like, okay, cool. I started doing that. And I started turning into Evergreen Passive Income. And then people wanted to know, how do you do that? So then I started building that out for them and teaching them. And that's really how it kind of grew. And then I started Nurse Prepreneurs. Uh, I coaching other women and getting time hacked, but then also one of the best ways that you can time hack is to hire out for the things that doesn't pay you back. So I started hiring for laundry and dishes and that type of thing. So I started helping my people with that, like teaching them how to build side incomes like that, that are passive evergreen systems. And then I was just having a meeting with my girls one time and I was telling them how, I was like, well, I'm seeing this patient, you know, I was still working. In the, in primary practice, and I said, well, this one patient that I'm treating, you know, functional because they don't, they don't like medicine at all. They're like, you do functional medicine? I'm like, yeah, I've done it forever. Like for majority of the time that I've practiced, I was really surprised that people in rural Oklahoma actually wanted it. So I'm like, yeah, I've done tons of courses throughout. So then that's how my functional medicine course came back. So they're like, well, teach us. I'm like, okay, I will. So everything that I've, you know, built has just been because other people were saying we need this, we want it. So that's just how it all. Yeah. In a very short nutshell how all kind of transpired. So
0: that's really, really cool. Like you said, one of the things that I see reverberating in all these entrepreneurs, nurse entrepreneurs is that they are creating the solutions for other people's problems. And so as people are coming to you and just saying, Hey, this is a niche, this is a hole, this is a gap, this is something that needs to be filled, you stepping in and filling that gap creates passive income for you, especially if you're able to develop courses and these types of things that then you can go ahead and let that just continue to make money on its own, which is one of the things that I've really wanted with the podcast is to provide opportunities to give nurses a business mindset, to give us the mindset of how can I create something from what I know already help adjunct and support my nursing salary so that i can then determine how i want to live my life right because yes I we are understand. only given one life and to spend all of your life which is something that all my listeners are like here she goes again because it's true to spend your whole life and to miss it so that you can work that is not living That is just called existing. That's called surviving. That's not thriving. And that's not what I want for nurses. I want nurses to hear if you're in that spot where you're on the brink of divorce, you haven't seen your children, you are just sitting in Cabo, which is beautiful. And you're sobbing. We have the, there is an option for you. And so that's really what I want to bring light on to today. So what would you say is kind of the hardest part of owning your own business and what would you say that i know that you recently stepped away from your your nurse practitioner job to stay home and be more present with your children because again i think you just kind of learned like that was really not okay to not be there for the first one i can't do that again so you made a change but i was watching all of your instagram stories as you were walking through that process it was really cool to see you do that was really inspiring so what has been the hardest part of owning your business and and when did you decide again you know you said back in 2020 it sounds like that whole pandemic kind of brought about this business when did you decide okay it's time to launch out on my own and really give my full heart to this
1: i think probably whenever so let's our first question the hardest thing about being an entrepreneur is really just holding the belief i had a lot of self Everyone does though. Every single person that I work with, every single person, I've now worked with some of the, literally some famous coaches. And even them, they will tell you that you'll literally look back and feel like that imposter syndrome, or I don't know, like, there's no way I can do this. Like, I can't do this. Losing faith can be kind of, and it's, it's a never ending thing. It's never in your body. You always have to kind of invent yourself and reinvent your mind and know that you can which that's biblical right the lord always wants us to be doing that so that's not something that we should be shocked by but just remember in your mind that you could always do this because it doesn't ever go away that you feel like i can't do it. like you'll be really pumped or really amped and excited You're like i can do this i go for it and then literally like you could have i remember like the first time i hit my first 10k day The next day, I was like, wait a minute. I don't know if I can do this. I don't know if I can do this. I was in the process of considering to leaving my job as a practitioner. And I'm like, I don't know if I can do this. And my husband's looking at me like, do you see what you're doing right now? Yeah. (laughs) But I don't know, I don't know. Like, I don't know that I can. So I think that's the hardest thing. Like just really intrusively. And I say that very transparently, because not because I don't have faith in my systems, not that I don't have belief in what I do, but I see that across the board. I see everybody feel that way. And especially when you're hitting milestones, it's really, really easy to back down and be like, no, 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 no. I can't do this. I can't do this. I'm not the right person. This is the flute. This is totally a flute type of thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. I think that's the, that's the hardest part. Of I decided to fully go all in. It was probably after I had, so I didn't just do this. I didn't just learn everything hundred percent alone. Mm. I actually, I invested in a coach and now I share how much it was. For the longest time, I didn't even tell my husband. It's really funny because I, he found out because he was like, oh my gosh, we've made like, whenever I first started my business, we've made a lot of money. We're going to be hit by taxes, you know, not a lot, not a lot, but we, you know, we make good money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, I was like, I think we're going to be okay though. I think we're okay. I think that I've spent enough to write off. And he's like, what did you do? And I didn't tell him yet how much I spent on my business coach because it was like $8,000. And Yes. But that's Ow. why I was able to scale so fast because I learned legitimate tactics. Yeah. That's why like in three months I was hitting the 10K and then six, it was 20 and all that. It happened because I invested. That was for sure though I went all in. In yourself. Whenever I was. Yeah. Yeah. All myself. Yeah. And I had to because then I had this huge, it was like bigger than my mortgage payment to pay back because it's not put over in thirty thirty 30 year note. I had to pay it off. And I joke with my coach all the time, I would say, I had the money to pay you that first month. But then after that, I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do because I signed this contract and I'm like, I don't know, I don't know that I can pay it. So it put yeah. my back up against a wall and I was like, all right, Lauren, every single morning I woke up because I was like, I can't do this to my family. I can't rob my family of this. I've got to do the lessons. I've got yes. to implement the things. And mm-hmm. that was whenever I went all in for sure, because I was terrified. And I thought there's no way I remember talking to her. I was like, Can you just get me to match my NP income? Because I can be free at that time. And she was like, yes. And I was like, I don't know that I believe you, but I'm going to give you this money anyhow, because otherwise I will back up. And I was like, will you take my card right now? She's like, yeah. It was like the easiest sale ever for her, you know, because I was just, I was just like, okay, just do it right now because I will not do it. If we get off this call, I will not do it. I knew that I wouldn't and I did. And then I literally had instant regret because I was like, this is a huge investment we did not have the money. You know what I mean? Mm. It was like, literally, I didn't know how I was going to pay it the next month because I didn't have, it was a $1,500 payment a month. And I was like, I don't like, I don't just have that sitting around. I didn't at that time. So that was for sure me going all in that moment right
0: there. Yeah. That's an all in moment. That's really cool. And again, what I love about that story is that you just placed the bet on yourself And I think so many more nurses are afraid to bet on themselves. It's so easy to just go for the sure thing and to just pay your penance and row the boat. And I'm just going to keep rowing and it's fine. And even though you're getting tired and you're exhausted and you don't want to row the boat anymore, you're sick of the boat, it's easier than I'm just going to take a bet on myself and give it a shot. I think it's good to hear those stories because when people hear she was scared and she did it anyway, me too. And that's how you know you're living. Because you're scared and you're doing it anyway. hundred percent. Yes.
1: A hundred percent. But if I can right? say it's not the easier thing to stay, I can tell you my life is a lot easier now. It is the familiar thing. Mm-hmm. And just like you are yes. saying, that's not the living thing. Familiar doesn't mean living. Familiar does not yeah. mean good. It doesn't mean that yeah. you're living in your purpose. Because, I mean, even if we look at, like, look at, like, Moses, lovely, he was terrified, right? He was terrified when God was like, no, do this. And he said, no, but I can't. I can't, I don't speak good. I'm not intelligent. I'm not this, I'm not that. And the Lord literally got mad at him. It said like he burns with anger at Moses. He's like, man, I'm working through you. Like, no, like quit, stop this. Stop this self-talk, right? And that is a repetitive thing in the Bible. If you look, there's tons of stories with that same kind of thing. And it's because we as humans do that. And nurses have such an advantage. Like we are one of the most respected professions for really good reason. I have yet to meet a nurse who didn't go into it for the heart and for the passion and wanting to do it. Like, you know, going into a care church, for people as a physician, but that's not why you're doing it. Like you're doing it for being able to help
0: people and change their lives. And, yeah. and, and to and make more them of them an impact, right? Like you could write prescriptions, at least for them. me. Yeah, Correct. you make a bigger impact 100%. when you're able to write a prescription and you're able to go, go pick this up. Or you're able to just use that power of that pen. Right. That's really what I was, I was after was just being able to go, no, I don't have to check. You know, I don't have to ask a physician. Can you give me an order for that? Like, I would just go like, I know what we need to do here. Like we need, and here's, so that power and that ability to affect people and change them is is what I was after. I was like, I can actually make an impact here. I'm not saying that nurses don't make impacts because we all know that Nurses are vital to the healthcare system, but I was looking for that next level. I was like, how do I level up? You know?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, we just, we undervalue what it is that we bring to the table. We talked about, we think about the job, that job as being like a sure thing, but you can't live in your purpose if you feel like you're suffocating. You can only fake it for so long. And if you're drowning in what you're doing, that whole reason why you went into the profession is not going to be there. You're not gonna be able to serve those people. That you want to serve, because if you're suffocating, if you're working extremely long hours, you're seeing way too many patients, than you think you should, and you're not seeing your family. I am a firm, firm believer that we're not supposed to work 40 hours a week. I'm a firm believer of it. And the reason why is one of the biggest things the Lord tells us to do is to spend time with him. Mm. Whenever I was working full time, I mean, I would get in, I would get in 10 to 20 minutes most mornings. I'm not even gonna tell you every morning. That's not enough. That's not enough time. Yeah. In my opinion, And my, I'm not trying to push the, that on anybody else, but we're built to be spiritual beings, not robots. We're built to be yeah. empathetic. We're built to be with family. We're built to be interactional, not just reactional. And yeah. that 40 hours a week minimum forces us into that. And I don't believe that that's natural. I don't believe that it's natural yeah. to go running for one thing. I cannot tell you how much, like, my stress is so much better now i'm not running out the door i have to be there at eight have to be you know back by one o'clock for lunch have to leave by five so i can pick up the kid and then go back and i'm just even though like oh and then breastfeeding
0: and then you were breastfeeding too so please please put that in there because you were doing that is i think when they broke down the hours for a full-time breastfeeding mom it's equivalent to about a 40-hour work week so just to keep a baby fed (laughs) From your breast is actually a 40 hour work week and then just add on working add on the other child that needs time mm-hmm. and attention yeah the middle um, of the
1: night hours and-
0: oh yeah yeah no it's insane and it's because we were built for community work is not bad work is actually vital to the human soul and the human experience however we were really truly built for community and when you are in that drudge of working focusing on that you can barely focus in on your patients right you're doing a terrible job at focusing in on your patients because you're worried about your kid you got to go do all other little things and then you go home and you're like, okay, wait, when do I connect with girlfriends? When do I connect with my husband? When do I connect? Because of that connection. And when do I connect with the Lord? When do I connect with God is what we were meant to do. We were meant to be in connection. We we're meant to be in community. And as we fill up our lives with this quote unquote busyness that is supposed to, again, create this life that we want, we end up actually sacrificing the stuff that is pivotal and huge to your development as a human and feeling fulfilled at the end of your life, which is, was I connecting with those around me? And so Mm -hmm. I really believe what you just said is absolutely the most pivotal thing because we do end up neglecting relationships for Mm -hmm. this life that we end up looking back and going, I wish I had more time with the people that I loved. And so when you Mm -hmm. keep that at the forefront of your mind and you say, Hey, listen, I'm not going to sacrifice, you know, the time and I'm going to see what I can do on my own, I think that you begin to set yourself free to dream. You set yourself free to go, well, what would it look like if I could spend more time with my kids? What would it look like if when my husband came home, I could be super present and I could be a wife that was connecting with him and working on our marriage? Because it's all connection. It's all about the work that we do in connecting with people. And then when you go to work and you have a patient that's sitting in front of you, You connect with them so much differently when you do not feel empty on every single plane of your life. You do look at them in your eyes and you go like, how are you? And I have patients tell me that today. They're like, I haven't had a doctor or a nurse practitioner talk to me the way that you do. And I'm like, I literally tell them if I didn't like what I did with my time in clinical practice, I would not be here. I enjoy this time with the people that I take care of and it comes out, it oozes out of me. Nice. And I'm like, okay, I can be fully present in both spaces. And that I really feel like even if I only did two days a week and my lifestyle looked different between you and me, Lauren, I feel like that is more fulfilled than having all the other stuff that would be with full time and be missing out on all the connection piece. And that's what I really want people to hear is that I think that's what fills your soul up is the connection, is the community, not so much the humorism stuff that we are made to believe we need in order to be happy. Yeah. Yeah. I just got on a really long soapbox, but I just wanted to say that.
1: No, no, totally (laughs) true. Like mic drop because it's completely true. And the catch 22 on it is that here's this weird, especially as females in medicine, not trying to just cut out males, but females, we get the whole catch 22 of, but now I feel guilty because I'm supposed to be this provider i'm supposed to bring home this income we get this catch-22 of oh you're not with your children all the time but at the same time oh so you're not working now they're not a certain age or whatever it is and we have this guilt and we have this identity i had this huge it was an identity trip letting go of the clinic i still say letting go of the clinic i just felt i had so much of my identity wrapped up in that and i thought but i'm a provider i'm this talents provider and i still like yesterday i went to go vote and they're like we miss you and I'm like oh I feel so bad <laughs> you know what I mean like I just still I'm like I miss y'all too I was like that baby is just so addictive and they're like oh we know we know we understand you know And it is three women and they totally like they love me and I love them and they understand you know but I still feel guilty because like I was the first provider they've had that's been like here and like ingrained in the community and everything and and it was my dream and it was my identity and I loved every bit of it but it's in credible whenever you start living in a purpose. You have an identity that you don't even know exists
0: until you fully decide to step out into it. Yeah. And we were talking about that. And that you like, yeah. And I think for the listener, that's like, okay, so wait, what are we talking about identity? And hey what guys, we- and thanks for listening to another episode of the Dr. Nurse Podcast, Unscripted. I would like to take this time to let you guys know about the Dr. Nurse Podcast website. On this website, I have free resources for nurses that are looking to up their career, maybe start a side hustle. I also have my Etsy shop where I've created really cute digital downloads for nurse practitioners in regards to life, pregnancy, planning, as well as portraits. Guys, check out my resources at the thedoctrinursepodcast.com and uh, let's get back to the identity. episode. And what I'm thinking about is that that identity looks different for everyone. That can be full-time work for you if that's what it oh, is. Sure. Or sure. it can be for the mom that's like listen i don't like this feeling of guilt of constantly mm-hmm. feeling like i'm not i'm running some women 100%. love that they get off on that they're that's their thing they're like i love being absolutely amped i love being crazy that's what i like okay good for you i knew through quiet reflection that this was not good for my soul it was not good for my heart and so my purpose in my life looks different it doesn't look like me pursuing that with my full energy it just doesn't and so that purpose is different for everyone based on your capacities based on your convictions based on your principles and your values and you get to make those decisions for yourself because then at the end of your life yes you can look back and go i moved in these things at all times and whatever came of this i chose it and it was not something that i just robotically moved through in life i want that for the listener that's like okay what are we talking about purpose how do i find my purpose that's the stuff you have to sit down what are my values what are my convictions what are the things that fire me up what are the things that i want to look back on my life and i'll say i'll never regret that i did that i will never regret that i did this that's what i want people to hear.
1: I love that you, that you shared that. Cause I know way, I mean, I say that all the time to the mom who wants to work full time. I do not believe that there's anything wrong with that. Believe me, I've sat in that before. And that was me for a while. And now it's not me. And it's not that I'm like, Oh, rejecting that, that that was bad. hundred percent. It's where sits right with your heart. And if you feel that you are just burning both ends, then it's go for life. Don't go for just go. You know, I promise you jumping off and taking a bet on yourself, whether it's entrepreneur life or not. I know not everybody wants to do entrepreneur life. Not everyone wants that. And that's yeah. totally fine. But you are the safe bet. And it's so funny because like we say, oh, I'm going to walk in faith. I'm going to walk in faith. But then do we really? Are come you living on, a life Lauren.
0: Where you are? Come do on, what? girl. I said, come do, on. Preach it. Yes. It is the
1: things unseen. So no, I didn't absolutely know when we took that leap, but you have to know. He is not going to pull your heart in a certain direction and then just let you fall off the cliff.
0: Oh, that is so good. I love that line because, I mean, it says that, right? Mm-hmm. In scripture, I'm thinking about the delight yourself in the Lord, for he will give you the desires of your heart. So it's just yes. delighting. What yeah. does that look like? It looks like connecting with the Lord, it looks like mm-hmm. in relationship with him, and then being able to go, all right what is my heart pulling me towards and just know that like god's going to fulfill those desires you're going to be okay and again going back to the story of moses that you were describing where he talks about he was not very eloquent speaker and god was just like i'm going to use you and he's like you use me i'm a mess i am not the guy for the job you can definitely get somebody else yes. but that's that imposter syndrome right and so yeah. what did he do he provided aaron for him to help him so it's like and he brought him a helper yeah. he didn't just leave him there and just go like, yeah, you're not so great at this, but it's fine. He's like, no, I I'm going to provide a way to help you get there. So you have yes. to just have that faith that you're talking about of, all right, you brought me here. Now you got to bring me through. And that is something that I love to do is just remind God of his promises, because it's just like, you made this promise. If you make the promise, yeah. then you got to fulfill it. And, so, exactly. and that's just resting in those, prom- those promises and resting on that faith. I think that is so encouraging for the, for the Christian that's in this space and just thinking, well, I have faith. And it's like, okay, well then Prove it. You got to do it. If yeah. God is calling you to this, you've got to move because He's going to provide for you. He, he's promised to do so. So you can rest on those promises, which I think is exactly really, right. really Was sweet it Matthew six twenty six? remember.
1: for the sparrows.
0: Yeah. He feeds the sparrows. Yeah. So oh, is He not going to feed? Yeah. Yeah. The, not the birds feed? don't just yeah. fall from the sky. Yeah, exactly. that's so good, man, that's, yeah. that's some, that's some Bible right there for someone who's wanting it. I love that. I love dropping little nuggets like that. Cause it's truth yes. and I just, you have to, at least for my life, that's the truth that I lean on. So what would you say, you know, and I know you've talked a lot about evergreen and that's one of the things I wanted to touch on a little bit today, okay. as well as we were talking in this conversation about one of the things that in your business, if you can keep that going, you know, I know you talk all the time about evergreen products and how that's mm-hmm. been a huge proponent of your business. Could you kind of describe to my listener that's like, okay, what is that? Kind of what that is, how to develop it, and how to grow it. Sure thing. So, evergreen pretty much
1: means that you can nothing is, people will say this to you. It's not 100% true. Like, set it and forget it, right? they have probably heard that. I mean, it's true to a large degree, right? It's, you set it, and then I always say, like, you set it, and then you, like, semi-forget about but you kind of tweak it. So, that makes it okay, evergreen. So these, like, and courses? I have courses, okay. I have books. It could be, you could, you could be doing affiliates. Like you don't even have to be, it doesn't have to be your own courses or you're building your own stuff. It could be affiliate work. What I always tell people is, you know, finding those blue waters, even if it's red water. So again, let's explain that a little bit more because that's, that's lingo, right? Blue water means that it's not very competitive. It is, there's not a whole bunch of like everyone, like, I mean, I'm not trying to put anything down. I used to be a, I used to be an online wellness coach for a big business i probably won't say the name just because i don't want to be rude to anybody because i i do still love all the products and stuff but i don't i don't do that world anymore oh i I lost myself
0: (laughs) thinking about talking about blue waters blue waters blue water
1: so that's like a very that's on i mean i don't want to just that's a pretty red water. You know what I mean? You can get to a place where you can identify, okay, that person sells this. Oh, that person sells this. And it's like instant. Okay, and like breaks on it. They're going to they're gonna spam yeah, me. Yeah, you know? yeah. And I, I'm not trying to, I don't want to, I don't want to pay, it can be done the right way. I'm not trying to put anyone down. But that's kind of a red water. Like we see that, you know what I'm saying? Like we see somebody who's selling those products. Like that's kind of a red water. You already kind of see it going on. A blue water is, it's something that's that's not saturated. It's something that people need. There's a high need for it, but there aren't every one of their dogs selling it. You know what I'm saying? Gotcha. So you can have those blue waters, but you can find a blue water niche even in red waters. What I mean by that is like red waters, there's really high competition and there's a lot of people doing it. Therefore it's kind of, you know, cutthroat, like but I think where the analogy comes from in red waters. And it's, it's, you know, harder to give like more people to compete against, even if there's a high demand, but if you niche yourself out, if you, in the right way, people say niching in the wrong way all the time. It's not just, oh, I'm a dog mom or I'm a boy mom. That's not niching. Niching is what is the specific problem that needs to be solved. That is not being addressed. And that's where we think that, you know, we have this illusion and I, I, I'm not going to go down a conspiracy road on you or anything, but I feel like there's this illusion that having a job is like the secure thing when it's really not. You're betting on that CEO, whoever you work for knows how to run their business, whether it's a hospital or not. Yep. And the thing about it is if you're always finding, you can find, you have, everyone here has a Wide web. You can do your research, find out where that need is that it's not provided you will never go broke. Like you can always find something. And then by evergreen, we mean that, you know, it's set up, like you don't have to ever message them. Like back when I was in MLM world, I would message somebody and I'd tell them about my product and I would do the whole thing and the whole skit and everything. And I'd have to, you know, I really did it because I had a huge passion for well health wellness. I honest to goodness did. I really wanted, that was my deep. my dissertation was over this, like helping people make changes in health. Like that was my passion. There was no doubt that I was passionate about what I was doing. And I loved what I did. And I 100% believed in changing lives. And my girls that I'd helped that time are still on their health journey because of that, but I'd have to message them. And it took a lot of time. It took time away from my family. It took, you know, me being stuck in my phone, looking down at my phone the whole time. And evergreen means that somebody can, you know, get help from you in a course, or they can do whatever, just by they search, they find it, and then they, they enroll themselves. But the enrollment part is where, you know, we could also have a whole nother conversation because it's, you know, getting that conversion is, is sometimes not just as easy as setting it up and just, you know, just happening like magic. Did I describe that well or did I get way too many different No, directions? no, you did. <laughs>
0: No, 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 you're good. No, you're good. And so I'll, I'll just summarize because I, I think maybe for someone that's like, okay, wait, so what's going on? So basically Evergreen is creating products that people can find and purchase and you don't necessarily mm-hmm. have to go, here's my stuff. Let me try to put, coach you through it. Let me try. But there might be a level of consultation. You might have to have someone like, you know, hop on a call with you to talk. And if they want to ask questions about, again, depending on how the price, the price of the product. Correct. Yeah. It usually depends on, on the price. Too, point. Right? Yeah. 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 So I so you think got you got a $20. Had- $20 $20. Course out there, I was just gonna say, if you have a $20 course out there, you're not hopping on calls, you just buy the course for 20 bucks or you don't. But if you're asking someone to pay you $3,000 for a course, then you might want to go ahead and hop on a call because people are going to be a little more apprehensive to hand over that amount of money. So, again, Evergreen is just creating things that courses, books, things that don't necessarily require you to promote that people can find. And that you can easily sell with a click of a button and then all of a sudden now you've got, you know, income. And so another thing that I was thinking while you were talking was like an Etsy shop, right? Creating digital products. It's something that my girlfriend and I have been getting into recently because, again, we don't necessarily want to make a ton of stuff. We don't want to spend a ton of time. Outside of our families, and so we were like, "What can we create?" And it's a digital products so that people can just click mm-hmm. and download, and that's just kind of that same process. No, oh, and it's
1: say. it gives well, it gives you that freedom because I remember the first time we were on like a little mini vacation in the city, like just it wasn't vacation at all. We we like we live in a small town, we went into the city and like stayed in a hotel. It wasn't a vac- vacation at all, but we were just kind of out, like just getting out of town for a little bit, I guess I should say. And I woke up, and the first time I had three hundred dollars deposited in my bank account, I was like, "What?" I didn't do anything like what, you know, and I did, like I set it up. Right. But then it repeats, amazing. but then it repeats, you know? So it's like, it's, it's a, it's, it's a front end work of however, like that specific, that specific product took me about two weeks to build out. And then, but then after that, it's, it's evergreen, right? Like it's out there and people can purchase it and, and they can just, they can enroll themselves. And that's where, you know, like you can get the passive income and that's why you can, it's, it's just, we're it's it's there's so much out there and the medical minds, every single medical mind listening to this, your medical mind is a gold mind. You have yeah. things that people want. Even if you're like sitting there like Moses saying, no, I can't do this. I can't do this. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. As a matter of fact, the Lord uses, he loves to use the underdog. Like that's his things. If you feel like an underdog, awesome. You have another edge. And, and ta- on top of being a nurse or a practitioner. And it's literally just, you can just you can go anywhere with it that you want and you can you can literally live out a passion in helping people and like you're saying like sometimes you know Sometimes you might jump on a call, but even if you, if you jump on a call with somebody, it's just like a little bit of your time. And usually that's like the 2,500. If we want to get down to, yeah. it's usually the 2,500 up mark, somewhere in that range, then you'll, you know, you might jump on a call or something like that. But then even then your courses can still be evergreen. They can still just be, you know, people Some still people practice. will just
0: purchase it. Yeah. Yeah. You have to exactly. sit there and like reteach every single week. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, that's really, really cool. And I think one of the things about those different arenas is just making sure that you're known, right? So that's really where the marketing and the other aspects of business, I think, become a little bit more cumbersome for the nurse because we just don't have that that experience in our training. We don't get trained on how to market ourselves or how to sell business and things like that. And so if you could give one hack to a nurse that's like, okay, so what if I create something? So how do I market it? How do I get my name out there? How do I tell people mm-hmm. about my business? What would be something that you would say, this marketing hack works every time. Excuse me. This marketing hack works every time. And mm-hmm. I would never give it up. I don't let's see her. A marketing hack that works every time. You mean like copy or? So I'm talking like in order for people to know that you're out there. Because not every, no one knows that Sandra Pryor is out here doing this with a podcast until I create a reel and I spit it out and I put out reels. And people are like, oh, I didn't even know this was a podcast. What is this? Like that part of having people find your... Okay product to find your course you've had to market to a certain extent right advertise get okay. people to see i gotcha them. what is something that you've done throughout your business that you've noticed is really helpful and just like this one this one works this hack gotcha. works. okay
1: so i was like because not every copy works for every sales page i was like oh sure I gotcha sure sure okay. sure The number one thing is to first do your research. So I always tell my people, pick three things that you're really passionate about. Like three things, most of us are, most of us have multi-passion, right? If you only have one thing that you've been called to do, well then go for that, right? And figure out how to angle it, right? But pick three things you're passionate about, do your research, do your research. It's not always about like, as far as, yes, there are miracles that just people have, like nothing I built was because I'm just so incredible and I just have this like amazing, you know, whatever about me. No, it's because I did my research first and I found out people wanted this and they needed it. Granted, the first time I did my research was on accident. People just literally like told me, (laughs) you know, it was just like, you know, reporting, I need this, help me with this too, you know, but that was, that was my first, uh, like, if you find, if you find out how to solve problems for people, you will never go broke because you, people want their problems solved. They want that, that is a value to them. So do your research. This is probably, I'm trying to I don't want to be too technical, so I don't want to scare you away because it's really simple, but it can be. So, a is one way, like, you can do your own research. I'll, maybe I'll give a few ways so you can kind of do your own research. One is a So, that's an online, and it shows, like, what are people searching for and where is the competition there? And it gives you those numbers. Yeah. Now, there's a little bit more to it, but that is an awesome starting point for anybody. And then you can say, okay, I'm really passionate. These are the three things I really want to change lives with, that I know that I'm called to help with. Most of us have more than more than one. Most of us have a hard time narrowing down to three. So, but which one of those doesn't have a lot of competition? And then you can get traction going. Once you get traction, stay in that lane. Don't back down. Don't do it one time and then say, oh, I tried, it didn't work. Don't do that because that's what that is why. You know, if you if you're the person that just stays with it, you'll be successful. Yeah. because most people do most people. And most people try it for a little bit. Like I did it and didn't work. I'm like, you literally made one post and nobody answered anything. That's not trying it. You've got to stick with it for a minute. Right. But you find out what are people searching for? And there's not a lot of, there's not a lot of things there and then find the platform that you want to work on. I'm actually not, I do Instagram now because I don't know, it keeps me motivated, staying connected with that community. And I, I kind of have grown to like it. I honest to goodness did not like social media at all when I first started. I only started because I heard that that's how you need to start a business. I don't even recommend social media or reels anymore. That's a flash in the pan and it's gone. You know, there are podcasts are actually fantastic. YouTube's fantastic. Google and YouTube are the biggest search engines out there. You can build that information, give quality of information to people, share to them what they need to know and what they're like, the, the things that they're needing, give them something that is a quick win for them and nurture the credit of your people. Like just nurture the credit of your people over deliver, always over deliver.
0: Yeah. Those are all really, really good hacks. Thank you for sharing that Lauren. Those are awesome. <laughs> so for the last question of the interview is for a nurse that's starting of thinking her own business, what would, or thinking about starting his or her own, own business, what would you want them to know before they start? That this is something that you need to hold on to as you're about to embark in this endeavor.
1: Keep the long-term vision intact. It's so mm. easy. Like I said, we all have those, like, those moments of, I can do this. I'm going to do this. I'm so excited. And then it doesn't work out exactly right the first time. So we just kind of lose faith. Keep the long-term vision. Every little thing that you do. I like keeping a mindset that every time I build something, that's why I switched to evergreen. Another part of that is because in the MLM world and like constantly doing Facebook posts and Instagram posts and keeping up like oh, I hardly ever post on those platforms anymore because it it's just it's gone it's there and it's gone and I love building things that like I built this one thing out you know like a a video or something that's a quality people can search for it and find it and I keep on consistently getting traffic You build it and then you build another one and then you build another one. It's going to get stronger with time. Even if you Mm -hmm. don't see like the full thing going, like you don't see tons of traction right off the bat, keep your faith and just keep on walking, keep on walking. Okay. So that brings me to another thing, honestly, that I I would probably say is that difference on, am I forcing something or am I being called to do this? If you still Mm -hmm. have that passion, if it still feels like this is hard, but I know that I'm in the right place, stay with it. It feels like you're chasing your tail and it feels like it feels like it's not like I'm forcing something. Like somehow I'm forcing this. This doesn't feel right. Then, you know, adjust a little bit. I'm and I'm not a fan of, you know, some people, and that's why I left the own World. I saw a lot of people being stuck in that and being encouraged to stay stuck there because it was better for somebody else. And that's sick. Yeah, that's not cool. It is. It really is. And I, you know, I I hate, you know, I, I don't want to dog anybody or anything, but that I saw that. So, you know know that have that internal knowing that we can we talked about you know we talked about a lot on this on this podcast and if you feel that then you know that that wheels spinning stuck thing then it's you need to adjust you need to get traction somehow you need to, to readjust but don't give up and just know that like every single thing that you grow and you do is going to make you stronger for the next it absolutely even though like in the mlm world i squashed that business i said i have nothing to do with this anymore I had like pretty good amount of residual income from that. And I just washed it. I was like, this is wrecking my life. I threw it away. And, but yeah. I still learned a lot from that, even though like that didn't, you know what I'm saying? Like I learned a lot yeah. of value from that and it allowed me to go forward in the next thing even, even stronger. So look at the long-term picture. Even if it feels like it's really hard right now, you are making progress way more Than what it feels like in the moment don't live in the moment that's emotional reasoning so one of the things that help you with cognitive behavioral therapy that's emotional reasoning you know you have to step back and look at look at the big picture and
0: we all have a good that. yeah that's really good Good. lauren for the last part of the podcast it's the rapid fire questions where i just ask you like are you ready just Just fly by, see your pants. Are you ready? I am ready. All right, let's do it. If uh, I like this, I don't know why I love this question. I'm totally hitting it hard these days. What, if you could pick a character to play you on television or an actress to play you on TV, what would you, who would you choose?
1: Probably Sandra Bullock. That's the only name I can think of. Oh I love my her. Gosh, yeah, she's so great. <laughs> she is really awesome. I'm not yeah. a big movie buff, to be totally honest. Like, I'm totally that loser that everyone's, like, <laughs> telling jokes about this, you know. I can talk to you about, about like, Anchorman, but that's one of the only videos. <laughs> that's that a really funny I used to be a huge Sandra Bullock fan. So, way back when I did watch TV. So yes yeah that's so funny awesome. yeah yeah
0: she is awesome and then <laughs> what would you what do you say when you answer the phone like what's your like thing you're like pick up the phone what do you say i just say this is lauren
1: or is lauren. if it's a number that i don't know and i think it might be a marketer hello <laughs> i do not say my name because that gives them their straight little in i get tons <laughs> that's of so guys. good i get tons of numbers people call me and i don't know who they yeah, that's the word. worst and should i say give
0: them a- yeah, this is Lauren. So, and if you could give one book to someone to read, which would it be?
1: Oh, I'm like, one book. I could totally put a plug in and say my book, and no, I'm kidding. I'm not going to. What? The Bible. 100%. I can't even believe I had to like stop and think about that for a second.
0: 100%. I know. I thought it was going to come out like that. Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, I, believe I, had, I think it's <laughs> like the
1: pressure of me. I was like, well, and I didn't even see my Bible. Like, the Bible. Duh. That is 100% the most life changing thing in my life i mean it took me it was my first step in being like completely alive with anxiety and if you follow the bible okay we don't have enough time we do not have any time left so i'm not going to go into this very (laughs) everything everything that we teach that is like good information knowledge it's already been said in the bible amen it already had like it already has and it's hard for us for our human minds sometimes to see The multi dimension of the Bible and the Lord's the Lord has multi dimensional vision like He sees every angle. We only see the three dimensions in front of us. There is so much more to even the life that you have in the present where you're sitting right now that you cannot see, but the Lord can see it. He has seen it and He's given it to us in that in that book. Yeah, yeah, I love. Yeah, I could go on. Yeah,
0: no, I love it. I love what you're saying right there. And again, one of the things I was going to say was. There are 31 chapters in Proverbs and it is a book on wisdom. And so what I love so much about that is that there are 31 days in most months. And so Jesus literally put 31 days of wisdom that even I just read sometimes mm-hmm. just a proverb a day and I just pick the day. So it's the yes. 14th of November. I just read Proverbs 14 and I'll just read through that wisdom. And it's always something that I walk away with and I'm like, I've read this a hundred times and today I just, this part stood out to me. And so again, is, I, I agree love with you. you. It is the most, yeah, it is the best gift you can give someone is the truth of the Bible and the truth of God's word. And no. yeah, it's people repackage it, repackage his words and sell them and mm-hmm. they like to make it sound novel. And it's just not, he's just been, he's been a pretty steady message from yeah. the beginning. So I 100% agree. Very good. Well, Lauren, where can people find you if they're looking, hey, I know I want to see what she's offering. I want to see her functional medicine course that's accredited and people can get CMEs from it, correct? 48 hours of CME. Yeah, from, yeah you get contact you hours. You launching yep. the, functional, the only medicine. functional Yeah.
1: That I'm aware of, yeah, that you can get contact hours through it. Yeah. Yep, yeah, absolutely. Just um, um, so where they I can am... find you. Yeah. So if you want to reach out and chat with me, it is me. It is not, you know, some other like random person that I've hired on Instagram. It's me. You can always reach out to me at dr.lauren.dnp. And you can also like in that link, but also you can go to, oh, what is actually, it's a bit.ly link.
0: Yes. I'll put it in the show notes. You gave it to me.
1: Yeah. And I think it's, I think it's bit.ly live the free life freebies. I think that's what it is. But yeah, we can add to the show notes, and then they can get they can get tons of free stuff. And I don't ever spam anybody. One of my biggest pet peeves in life is getting tons of emails. I hate, I hate, I don't like using that word. I very strongly dislike tons of emails. So I never spam me or anything
0: like that. Yeah.
1: But yep, yeah, bit.ly forward slash live the free life freebies, and that should get that should also get them there.
0: Mm -hmm. Perfect. I'll link that, like I said, and. Thank you, Lauren, for your time today. Thank you for your energy, for your truth, for, yeah, just sharing where you are and what you're a part of. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Guys, and thanks for listening to the Dr. Nurse podcast today. Guys, enjoy the journey of your careers. So that's a wrap. Be sure to subscribe to the show so you don't miss an episode. And leave me a review if you like the show. I would love to get five stars. The Dr. News podcast is on the World Wide Web, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Patreon, and TikTok. Subscribe to my newsletter for updates on new podcast episodes and other information help you on your own nursing journey. You can always message me at the DrNursePodcast at gmail.com with any career professions that you are interested in hearing about. And just a friendly reminder, the information on this podcast is for educational purposes only, and the information should not be used in substitute for professional care by a medical provider. The information in this podcast does not represent medical or professional advice or services. See mom and dad. Bye, mom Bye.